Mario Ponzio, and this table's pretty full. This is a special episode. Well, yeah. We always, like, we're always about. Hey, this we is a very special this. episode. We're like, no, it's not very special. Yeah, we're like Tony Khan announcing episodes of Dynamite. <laughs> this is a special episode of Dynamite. It's just another week. Isn't there another Khan that owns something? There's Nick Khan. Who's, There's, like, who's Shad Khan? Shad Khan is the actual like head head owner. And he owns the Jaguars. AEW. He owns the Jaguars, yeah. And he owns Fulham, the uh, the football league. Oh. The football and all, association. All team. of them are doing very well, right? Fulham is not doing well. Oh. Gotcha. No, no, neither of AEW is doing well. Looking for them. They do also don't have an executive who paid off a bunch of women. <laughs> we don't know yet. Oh, we'll so find, might. we'll find out in twenty years. Good. Good. Is Vince McMahon still on the air? Uh, he came. He came on the air like a couple weeks ago. Just to be like, yeah, I don't know if he's been on. For I don't think he's been on weeks. since then. Good for him. Good for him. I wish we had him here, but we don't. Well, apparently they started a Monday Night Raw last night where. These on Tuesdays or Thursdays, with like Titus O'Neil, who's like their global ambassador of like community relations, going like WWE is a very like pro humanity space, blah blah blah. Enjoy Raw space, like space is a safe space. space. Oh sure, of course, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Why has these seventy eight year old men? Creepily hit on 22-year-old women. Uh, it's not creepy. He paid them. He gave them jobs. Do you like how we do you like how we started with this is a very special episode? I made a quick like just dynamite joke. And it just spiraled it's into this. It's the same episode. By it is. special, we mean it's the same episode so we, always we always do. do. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like Tony Khan does. But it is somewhat special because we have, instead of one special guest, we have two. This is our first two-guester. Well, two yeah. We, we have JP, who's not going to... He's going to engage. not going to be on mic. He he's going to engage. But we'll hear. We'll hear a little whispers. And well, he's going to tell us what he mic. thinks of, this, uh, of your special beverage that you brought. Oh, for sure. And But Jeff is also here. You can hear the sonorous tones already. Just, just sonorous? wafting in. Like sonar? Sonorous. No, like deep. I want someone to turn this episode into like an ASMR podcast. Your your voice is pretty. They cut all Jeff's parts out and they just listen to Jeff talk. I don't have a deep voice. We don't have deep voices. This this is what this podcast needs: more deep voices. More deep voices. I can't do it. I can't even do a deep. When I do a deep voice, it just comes out like like this, like Batman. It comes out like you're trying to do an ASMR, like you're going on the Twitch and trying to get some gifted subs. That's what I'm doing next. But yeah, because this episode is, is uh, we didn't talk about Doctor Strange last episode. We haven't talked about any of the Marvel projects since the end of the year, because mm-hmm. I guess there wasn't, besides some TV shows, which we'll talk about. But no, it's the big the, the Marvel talking episode, because we got Doctor Strange and we have a uh, newly released Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Just burning it up at the box office. Uh, bad second weekend. <laughs> And they're all going to lose to Top Gun this week. No, no, because Nope is coming out. Yeah, That's Nope. Sad. I mean, Nope might make me thirty million. Did you see Top Gun yet? No. Did you see Top Gun yet? Did you see Top Gun? I did not. Yes, I see Top Gun when that shit releases on Paramount Plus. Because I'm not going to the theater to see it. Because yeah, that's probably shit. smart. Some stranger engaged me in a Top Gun conversation the other day at the virtual reality place in Stratford or Trumbull. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I'm not going to go into details. The virtual reality place? But I place? happen to be at a virtual reality place in Trumbull. What is that? Stranger? And wait, some wait. guy came up to me and 
He was like, have yeah, you seen no, Top first. Gun yet? What is a what virtual is, reality virtual, place? It's, it's like a room that looks like it would belong in like a David Cronenberg movie where there's like virtual reality goggles and stuff like hanging from the ceiling. It's and like, like an cords. AR place? Yeah. And you wear it and you like, the whole room can play the same game. It's crazy. I don't like it was a kid's that. birthday party. Okay. okay. But someone that I didn't know was possible. like, did you see Top Gun? Like as an icebreaker, <laughs> like it's part of society now. You just walk up to strangers and be like, "You look Top Gun," not like <laughs> or whatever. It's like, "Do you see Top Gun?" And I had to talk about. And a person Gun. says no, then you just go. Rah! Well, it was like their favorite movie ever, and I was like, "Is okay." I was like, I wish they flew more planes. Did you know it was a sequel? Yeah. Okay, good. I wonder how many people don't realize it's a sequel. And it's he didn't like my joke about. How, which I thought was pretty good because my brother also agreed with me that like Tom Cruise was definitely going to drive his motorcycle into the house that second time, um, and my brother noticed it and I noticed it. Oh, you made this joke during the episode. And, and he did. He was like, "Well, no, because they're they they had sex." And I was like, "Yeah, it just seemed like he was really going to drive with motorcycle into Jennifer Connelly's house." He's like, "No, but he just walked in." And I was like, "Oh." So will not be watching or listening to our podcast. Nor will he be the fifth guest on this podcast. <laughs> um, Mario, but you have a very special bottle. I do. So what are we drinking? Because it's Thor Love and Thunder, and they do talk about uh, authentic mead drinking, I figured, you know what? You know, we haven't had a 482. We've had a 48 through beer, through seltzer, even with 35 shots of rum that we tried to take. Mm-hmm. I think we got, I got through six. Um, we haven't done wine and a special yep. type of wine is this honey wine, which is, you know, basically mead. Uh, this is from Poland. It is an 18% uh, black currant wine with neutral grain spirits, so it's basically a lick or two. Uh, natural wild cherry flavor and caramel color added, so that color you see is not, not real. Um, this is... Oh, fuck me. Is that bad? I, no, I mean, it's fine. But this is, uh, did anybody know how to speak Polish? Oh, no. Nalawaka Babuni. There's no way that that was correct. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> you make up a road to like pop up and be like, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. Or as much as you'd like. Oh, this, it's, it's got, so I'm sniffing the cork. So this is a. Sniffing the cork. That's what you said. It's, it's, it's honey. That is, that is a It's very, of, it's very, I mean, I was smelling, I smelled the liquor oh. itself. I have the liquor. Should yeah, I smell that I too? I smell the cork. <laughs> cork is a more pronounced honey smell. It smells yeah. a little like a Riesling in this glass. It's I was like a Riesling. <laughs> Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, that is sweet. It's candy. Yeah. It's candy. Well, it's it like a Riesling. Mandy Moore. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. No, it's um. Oh, that's it's all not, you're it's do. not I was a, giving you an opportunity to do the whole thing. It is not a Riesling flavor, though. 
Like it's, it's very, very sweet, no, though. It's it's very it's not it's not a dry taste. It's just yeah, it's just all sweet. Yeah, and like a honey. Sweet I mean, you could, kind of, you could taste it on the back end. It's a little like Zarbies. At least to me, I don't know. the cold medicine. Tastes what on the back end? Like, like you can tell it's alcoholic on the back end. Oh yeah, for sure. It's got a burn. Yeah, it's burnt. Yeah, yeah. there's a burn on it. Yeah. But it's nice. Yeah. I don't know if that's an everyday sort of thing though. No, 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 no. That's Would you normally drink it with ice? I, I don't know. I don't know how you drink honey wine. I don't drink I f- wine. I don't I feel drink like you. I don't know. Maybe there's a, like a mixed drink that this is a component in. Mm. If you did want to drink this every day, would there be like a certain attire that would like go with it, like a toga, or straw hat, something? I feel like you couldn't just like drink this in like normal clothes. I feel like you have to commit yourself to this as like a lifestyle. Yeah, possibly. Mm. I don't know what you would wear. I don't know. We have to think. About I think you just need like a piece of hay hanging out of your mouth or something. It, it's it's summery for sure. You know, it actually that's, be that's pretty why good I say with it is a cape. Okay, maybe like a big. Wait, what are we doing? Sentinel cape. What are we doing first? Sentinel cape. That oh, you want to do that first? Yeah, it would be yeah that'd be good. Yeah, let's do that one. We'll do that movie, then we'll talk a little bit about the shows, and then we'll then we'll transition into the, the, what's Thor. going on. Um, to Thor, then we'll. we'll I talk. like said. Sentient capes. You know who else does? Doctor Strange. And he likes to wear the multiverse of madness. The nightmare begins. I did what I had to do. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. You opened the doorway between universes. We don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda, what do you know about the multiverse? Viz had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. He was right. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality. We should tell him the truth. Doctor Strange um, in the Multiverse of Madness, directed uh, by Sam Raimi after Scott Derrickson exited because of creative differences. Um, he's like, I'm going to be busy with some black phonage. Yeah, he's like, I want to make a movie that I want. And they're like, you have to do the following things in this movie. Um, and he was just like, man, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And Sam Raimi was like, I'll, I'll take a shot at that. Um, it picks up after... Uh, the events of, you know, uh, Endgame, um, and then after uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, where Doctor Strange uh, has opened, like, uh, some cracks in the multiverse, but we don't really, that doesn't really play, like, 
much of a factor here except for the fact that they're back in the multiverse because this girl, America Chavez, has showed up and she can punch star-shaped portals into the multiverse and travel between uh, multiverses. Um, star-shaped portals that look like Starro. I just thought that was a weird coincidence. Yeah. I don't know. They all ripped each other off, like, a lot. And, no. Which is fine. They just, yeah, they've not, like, wanted to adjust it. Which I, just, I just want these movies to be less bubblegummy, I guess, in their CGI. Well, either that or be more bubblegummy. So have bubblegum CGI well, yeah, well, and have a bubblegum tone. Yeah, we'll lean it. We'll um, lean it that later. He's going to uh, Christine Palmer, Rachel McAdams, who just must need a couple needed some cash, and so she decided to agree to be in this movie. Well, this is your year. <laughs> this is your year of getting rid of your female leads, your female romantic interests. Right? Yeah, just like Liv Tyler's going to pop up probably in She Hulk and just be like stomped on. No, that'd be cool. And she's like, good, I gotta go do a Lord of the Rings thing. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See you later. Um, it's probably yeah. the same studio, yeah. So, um... The octopus thing is chasing this girl. Um, the giant octopus thing is... It's Garganatos, which is canon, I guess. But, it, I mean, everyone just assumed it was going to be Shumagrath, but apparently there's a Shumagrath licensing problem. Yeah. So they couldn't... Oh, it's say, a Sony they couldn't thing? They couldn't Shumagrath, so they had to... Say Garganatos. Was it a Sony thing or I think it was a Hasbro thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Some other like or Capcom something. Some other company. So I, just, I think Capcom's working pretty closely with. Marvel. I would hope so, so, but it's weird that um, doesn't matter. Yeah. It, everyone assumed it was going to be Graph. It's Garganatos, who was also canon in a way and has a similar look. And blah, blah blah blah. Um, this thing is chasing someone. Has it's a it's a a demon that has been put up to chasing America Chavez through the multiverse by some unknown force. Doctor Strange goes to see the only person that he knows that can maybe that could maybe help him navigate this this multiverse. Some mad this person that's like uh, skilled in magic and, that's and dark magic, like dark magic, magic, and that is uh, Scarlet Witch, Juan Maximoff, who is hanging out in uh, uh, Apple Orchard, which is also just. A random, in reality, is a random red, blighted, something yeah. somewhere. Also, the darkhold was corrupting the whole area. Yeah, it also looks like okay. It looks like Hawkeye's backyard, kind of. It also looks like nothing. But well, before well, like it got corrupted, like when it's in the apple orchard, I was like, this and the Hawkeye's like. Did you? You probably did. Field seen the same. Did you watch the Mar- the assembled on Disney Plus about this? No, no. So apparently, because of COVID. They couldn't get the orchard in bloom, so they just sewed like petals to like all these trees. Oh Jesus! Wow. And I was like, <laughs> just do it somewhere else. And they're like, no, he Sam Raimi had to have this shot. And I was like, you picked the wrong guy, man. <laughs> and they were like so proud of themselves. I was like, no. That sounds like a Janda bot doing speed two like- and spending twenty five million dollars on his. Fucking ship crashing scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the question is if they're going to spend all that time to make that look good, why don't they make this, like, after she removes the enchantment, why don't they make that look good? Doesn't matter. We're getting off course. Wanda is the person that's putting all these demons up to chasing America through the multiverse because she wants to take her power and so she could navigate the multiverse. She could uh, go be with her children. Things Get a little out of hand. Children that we established in WandaVision. In WandaVision, yeah. Thank you. Um, she lays waste to... Um, remember the name of the temple now. 
the name of it? Oh no. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, Comertage. Comertage. Cart. Yeah. Um, and we got there. <laughs> it sends America and Doctor Strange through this kind of vortex of of different multi of different dimensions, different universes, and they end up in this dimension where Earth three eight three eight. Yep, where. Doctor Strange is a hero. He's dead. He's a statue. He saved everyone from Thanos. And we meet the Illuminati, um, you know, which is Black Bolt and Richards and Professor X and uh, Haley Atwell as Captain Carter and Lashana Lynch as Captain Marvel. Um, and Wanda lays waste to them. And then Doctor Strange escapes. And then she finds a temple. And then he, and he dream walks, which is a, a thing that we'll talk about in terms of like how Marvel is just like throwing these like little mechanisms that allow people to do things for like the sole purpose of like figuring out like how to end these stories. And yeah, there's a zombie strange, and there's a lot of Sam Raimi things in the last like 50 minutes or so. And um, and then and then he has a third eye. And I could go into all like the tiny, 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 tiny plot details of this, but there's really no reason to. Wanda sees the error of her ways, explodes into a red cloud at the end because she's definitely going to come back in some capacity. Yes. Um, either as an X-Man or, you know, as some so. kind of villain again, doing something. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll we get, get to that. Yeah. Um, and then... Marvel expert. And My, then, I have a theory. <laughs> and then... Um, it's a pretty good theory. Charlie Theron shows up to take him um, somewhere else. There's and she's Clea. playing. Some, she's his uh, wife at some point. Yeah. And there's an incursion event happening in the dark dimension, and they're going to go do that. Homelander's there. It was I'll, I'll go first, and then I'm going to turn it over. It was fine. I, will, I, I want to talk about it like an, as an overarching thing. I thought the first half of this movie was a big fucking mess, and then I thought the second half of this movie was super inspired production design from a production design standpoint and super fun and dark and I always judge everything now because I go to all these with my kids they were really into like the new tone like a tone that hasn't been seen before in the MCU they were really, really that, like, like that kind of <clears throat> drag be to hell style yeah they Sam were really before. really into that yeah. whole that whole thing yeah I, I like it still I, I gave it a bit of a rewatch I was Distracted because I was playing some Super Auto Pets while having having a rewatch because I love Super Auto Pets, um, but I still I still enjoy. It. I remember you saying like when you went back to it, you were kind of like I'd rather be playing a video game. So I did the uh, the benefit of playing a video game and watching it. Right, I did the same thing, and during the beginning, I was just like I can't I can't do it, and then as well, soon as it transitioned into my, that stuff, like to the more horror Sam Raimi aspects of it, I was like the thing. Well, the thing I clever. really enjoy about this, and I still enjoy. Like this is one of my more favorite prod like for fun projects mm-hmm. is like they're outside of like the scene where um, Strange goes to like Wanda initially before you know the reveal of her being under the spell of the Dark Hold. There's like a lot of kinetic energy, which I think Sam Raimi's good at. Yeah. Sam Raimi's good at like interposing exposition with like this energy mm-hmm. throughout the film, and like he does that really well. I think that's the only scene where things kind of slow down. I mean, there's been the last act where. Wanda kind of realizes the error of her ways. I don't love Elizabeth Olsen in this. Oh, really? I think, yeah, I think she's... 
she never sells me as much as she sold me in WandaVision on like the need to get back to the kids. There's like a little flatness and just like kind of focusing on her like villainy hmm. that isn't as believable, especially like framed with like today's conversation. Well, uh, I, the I, other movies I think conversation. That could be because the well, heel turn, so to speak, was not really well framed. I thought. Yeah. I right. guess that it's could kind also of, It's just sense. kind of heavily implied that the dark hold is corrupting things around it, and now she's bad, right? Yeah. And I think if you had a little bit more of an exposition of what was really going on with that, instead of just implying yeah. it by like the orchard turning and all that stuff, then you might have a little bit more of a backbone there. But I, I think it's just not fleshed out perfectly. Well, yeah, I, I guess yeah. that's kind of true. I, I think it's kind of like it, it's assumed by that introduction with the dark hold and like you kind of get strange when like oh the dark hold has you know a hold on you but it's not as kind of <laughs> that is what he says <laughs> it just but it's not as well fleshed out as i think like well, the necro sword kind of like introduction like this is a corrupting well, forces in, it's, in thor yeah, yeah and it's not it, it's explained way after the fact right? yeah exactly right well, because by the time it, you get to like evil strange and the third eye and all that stuff it's like Oh, now we understand what's we, going on. And here. when they end it in WandaVision, you know it's bad, but you don't know that it's going to like eat away at her like psyche per se. Yeah, um, it's not well. And so when in the way that they shoot the end of that, you're like, "Oh, she's working on getting her kids back." Right. Um and then so this that scene is just like an exposition dump. Yeah. Where that the heel turn is literally like two sentences. Exactly. And that's and that's the thing from like a and I'll get into this a lot more with Thor, mm-hmm. like where I was willing to kind of forgive yeah. a lot of these movies before as kind of like event things, but now that we're kind of, it feels like spinning our wheels about mm-hmm. what we're going to be building towards, yep. I need to start like judging these as movies. And I think it's it's a lot, of, it's really entertaining, really kinetic. It's a lot of a fun, it's a fun time. It's something I can put on the background, but it's not doing much. And like, right. it's, it's not, as a film, it's not succeeding in the ways that, something like Iron Man, like the original Iron Man did, or something that like Thor Ragnarok did, or something that Infinity Wars did, and I hate to give the Russo brothers any credit. Um, well, they're wasting all their credit. <laughs> Listen, man, streaming's the future. One Theaters movie, are one movie at a time. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I will not see Great Man. You gotta watch it. So no, it's, you don't have Netflix, right? Oh yeah, but if it was R-rated, I would have watched it oh it's I'm gonna be gonna s- fucking watch a pg-13 everybody movie. nobody wanted the gray man to be bad everybody loves chris evans everyone loves ryan gosling everyone was so willing to let this be good and they're like chris evans stinks. chris evans gonna, <laughs> chris evans is gonna do a good project soon ryan uh, barbie's gonna be great oh it's gonna be excellent i Anna love that Anna de Armas is just gonna like charismatically just ju- like blonde's probably gonna like blonde's gonna scratch some 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 things like Blonde's sure gonna, Blonde's ru- gonna, Blonde's gonna ruin Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> like no, it's gonna be fucking NC seventeen. Netflix is like we're not gonna advertise it. Then he's like, good, cool. awesome, don't. Joyce Carol Oates is on Twitter <laughs> every day, telling everyone how telling her fifty followers how good this movie. Is. But like the the problem has the Russo brothers. But like Infinity War, going back to what we we're saying, like those movies work as films. This works as like an event. But my problem with it, and, and like it carries that energy, and Sam Raimi's able to put like his things into it, but like it ends up being, you know, the part of Macbeth, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. Yeah. Sort of. It just it feels empty at the end. Mm-hmm. It feels entertaining and fun, but like 
as I said, I judge Marvel in a different... I did judge Marvel like in a different level as being events and being fun and building towards stuff and being like the pro wrestling version of film. But like when these things are... When they're not... I don't see what they're going to be doing and mm-hmm. it feels like they've been spending a year and a half doing this. I'm like, what? Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I kind of... Should agree. I save my comments for later? No. Okay. Talk about so, Doctor Strange. So, well, I just mean, I think... I think right now we're we're in the kind of rebuild phase, right? I think everyone's kind of expecting there to be like this obvious thing that we're building to when I guess I, I don't think that was clear in Iron Man or Iron Man 2. I don't think that was clear in like I Yeah, you're I, building I kind towards of, the excitement of kind Avengers. Of, that's that's it. Yeah. Right. And I kind of I kind of look at it as like in if you if you're in sports, like this is the rebuild phase, right? This is like, yeah. hey, we're kind of bringing some ideas together here that are going to tie together sooner. And I do think there is some thematic stuff tying all of the shows and the two these two movies together that are going to culminate in something. But I don't I I just don't think it's as obvious yet what they're actually Okay, doing. so yeah, you know, let's save that for like Thor because like right now it feels like they're for me as a person who's like not into the comics. It feels like it's building to like a multiverse thing and then like a um, I think it's going crazy. It, I don't know what what's the other like it's cosmic? Is that cosmic stuff? Yeah, yeah they're going to space. Yeah, like it feels like there's a space thing and a multiverse thing, but like, but maybe like you have a better idea. And like if it's I building mean, the I've, secret, if it's building the secret wars, like I don't give a shit about secret wars. Well, I, so I think the, we're blown right through that. I think that's going to be an Avengers movie, and there's going to be a a bigger event at the build, end. Real build suspense for you for your. <laughs> there you go. That's what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think the, I think the, the, we don't know time engagement, but the I time have... engagement just shot through the roof. <laughs> My problem with Doctor Strange as like a as an entity is that like I just wanted to have fun, and there's all these moments where it is super fun, especially compared to like a lot of other Marvel movies. So like the scene in the very beginning when Garganatos he pokes his eye out with those like he casts a spell with those hands and grabs the street lamp and then. Pokes his fucking eye out. A, that's like pure Sam Raimi. And B, they would never have done that in another Marvel movie. It's like the yeah. first time they're, they ever did something like that, and it was just kind of like, oh, cool. Like, that was a cool <laughs> thing. Yeah. But they followed that up with one of the top five worst scenes in the history of movies, of Marvel movies, which is Doctor Strange and Wong in America Chavez eating pizza <laughs> for no reason in a pizza restaurant. Because yeah. there's nowhere else to get food, you you just you just eat, go get pizza. They can't just open we a portal. We gotta set the pizza balls in the in the other multi. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> so what the, what's the? You, they probably are setting up the pizza, balls, right? <laughs> always got, you gotta set up for example. You always gotta set up. For we gotta set, again, if you want, they do 15 minutes on Bruce Campbell and the car that like Sam Raimi uses. In the old the Oldsmobile, yeah. And. They, do they don't do. They they do like a minute on the old. The Oldsmobile is just there in the broken. No, no, I'm saying universe. in the assembled on oh, Disney okay. Plus, they oh. like spend like 15 minutes on Bruce Campbell and the Oldsmobile, <laughs> and like all the Sam Raimi Easter eggs that they put in the movie. That's um, amazing. <clears throat> My question is, for Doctor Strange, is like, what value does that stuff have? Like, I don't understand. 
the value of setting up the pizza because if you're doing a multiverse thing, you can literally do anything. So why are we focusing on like how they eat pizza in one universe well, versus how they eat pizza in another universe? And that's, and that's the thing I found interesting about Doctor Strange and like where I ended up really liking it in the sense of like I didn't see it as like big theatrical event. I saw it as like a well-produced streaming movie. It's a comic or, like, book movie. Yeah, a comic book movie, but like, yeah. but like, it also felt very minor. It felt like it's it's like setting the backbone for things to come. Like you run through like when they does like that ten seconds of traveling through the different multiverses. Like obviously not to the level that something like into the spiders verse did or whatnot, but um, more engaging for me than like what Thor did with like it's kind of like world building. Love Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Um, it it feels like a teaser. It feels kind of it, it, Doctor Strange worked for me. Not has like a cinematic kind of event. I like has a film. It it's fine. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. has very low plateaus and very well, very medium valleys. So it's just like you said, just fine. Yeah. But like in terms of showing imagination and in terms of showing ambition, but like at a more restrained level and a more kind of like withheld level, it worked for me. Extremely like because like and and especially like like just going from a performance level like. Um, what is it? She, Gomez, Gomez. Like she's like, I loved her in this. Like, and I want to see a lot more of America. You just get get Netflix again and watch the Babysitters Club, the first season because she's dawn of the Babysitters Club. I can't do that. No, and she left the Babysitters Club to do this movie. Is that show still still going on? Well, they did two seasons. She's not in the second. They recast her because. Okay, I mean, again. when someone's like, hey, do you want a Brinks truck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> yeah, like when something like that, yeah. We'll, we'll call you um, back for maybe a post credit scene at some point, and you'll have to be on set for you a gotta day, punch and we'll a give hole you, like, a million dollars. Well, that's, the assembly is excellent, because there's all these, there's this great footage of her and Benedict Wong, like, dancing all over the place. Apparently, he walks around the set holding, like, a speaker, and is just, like, constantly dancing. And I was like, this guy's the fucking best. Well, that's, I mean, a, that's the thing that I like too. Is like, it seems like it's fun. It right. seems like and it I looks like you. everyone's having fun because doing this. I, I agree well, with yeah, you. Did you see sense. all the stuff with Elizabeth Olsen like flying around in the, um, the whatever the like little armature for the, oh, all the yeah, flying yeah, yeah. stuff? And she yeah. was like, "Wee!" I, I think they they frame these things as, I think I think people, critics, and people that take this stuff too seriously, are looking at them as. What did Ethan Hawke say today about Moon Knight? He's like, oh, if you're if you're if you're if you're um, reviewing these like they're Fanny and Alexander, then like you're gonna be you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, and that's why I don't think of them that way anymore. They're just like I feel like the movies, the TV shows are issues of comic books, and the movies are double issues yeah, yeah. of comic books, and they hold the same weight as something that's gonna have. It's the sixtieth issue of a of a, a series that's going to have 250 issues before it gets dismantled and like absorbed into something else or with that the character dies or whatever. Um, so I, I always allow myself, I like there's things that I point out that I'm just like, Oh my God, like that's so lazy or that looks so weird. Like, like why not? They have the money. Like why not pay to fix this? But ultimately like it didn't just, but like it didn't uh, disrupt my enjoyment. Like the thing when it was happening, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Like getting to see 
all the music these fight. fun things. Yeah. yeah, the music fight made no sense, but I was also just like, that is a, that is a, a like, he's new, shooting his shot. And I don't know if it works, but like, whatever. Thing, yeah. Exactly. And I'm going to say comments about like Thor. Um, I remember, I just remember you saying like, I'd rather be playing a video game than watching Doctor Strange again. And that's kind of like how I'm, I'm feeling about these Marvel movies now. Mm. In the sense of, especially now that like this, people that do the CGI are like, yeah, we're under extreme crunch. And like the, some of the shitty effects you're seeing are because like Disney wants our shit out quickly. Is it, they do feel like video games now. So you like, you give them like a little bit of forgiveness in terms of like the amount of tidal wave of content that's coming out. Right. Um, but I ultimately look at as like, I don't look at them so much as like movies that need to be doing things in a film way, but I need them to still be building towards something or still engaging. I, I need them to be doing like well, one of two things. I need them to be engaging and building towards something because like I'm in this, I, I don't read comic books, but now yeah. I'm, I'm fully into like the reading issues of movies basically, yep. or like just to be fun. And like Dr. Strange for me works cause it's fun. It, it has its stagnation points, mm-hmm. but like it feels as though Sam Raimi, he has like his keech moments of like, you know, your Dutch angles, your kind of steady cam shots and whatnot. But it feels like Sam Raimi just kind of like let go of any pretenses. I'm just like, I'm just going to make something fun and dumb and goofy. And I'm not really like my problem with Thor is like, there's still seems to be like Watiti kind of feels like he needs to make a movie. Well, we can, and we'll, we'll get into that. But like, yeah. but like Sam Raimi just feels like he's just like, I'm just doing something that's fun. And like I think it works in yeah. that way. I can. Um, I mean, this if we wanted to. Do you have anything else to say, Doctor Strange? Yet? I think uh, I forget the exact order. I think uh, Doctor Strange came out mid Moon Knight, but I think. Um, oh, did it? I thought it came out like right before Moon Knight start. I thought it was. I, I will. I think it. I thought it did too, but we'll we'll look it up. Uh, well, and also Moon Knight. I had some personal things, so I didn't watch Moon Knight all as it was coming out. But basically, I think. Coming out of Doctor Strange, I was kind of like, okay, that when was fun. finishes the weekend that Doctor Strange came out. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. so okay, so walking out of Doctor Strange, I was like, that was fun, but that led me to, like, the night before Thor, I was like, I'm not really excited for this movie. And I don't really know, and I was talking to my wife, and I was like, I... Hell yeah, um, Jeff got married last, <laughs> last time we talked to him. Um, Sorry, ladies. <laughs> um... And it was kind of like, I wouldn't say our relationship was based on it, but a lot of my enjoyment of these films has been around, like, shared with her, and Mm -hmm. she's now fully engaged with it. And I was like, I'm not really excited for Thor. And she was like, ooh, that's like a big, that doesn't feel right. That feels not good. (laughs) So then you guys got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But let's transition then, because... Well, should we transition to the shows, maybe? No, or, let's like, do Thor. And then let's we, do Thor Because we'll, we'll, we'll work the shows in to Into kind of again. talking about how... Into, like, the... Where, where, right. where are we, yeah. Um, so, yeah, up next, in case you didn't... <laughs> you couldn't guess through context clues, <laughs> is uh, Thor Love and Thunder. The old ex-girlfriend. What's it been like? Three, four years? <laughs> Eight years, seven months, and six days. Give or take. Am I uh, sensing feelings? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. <laughs> 
the only ones who gods care about is themselves. So this is my vow. All gods will die. I just want to say that was very, very impressive what you did back there. It's just my first bad guy. You never forget your first. You are not like the other gods of Kill. Because I have something worth fighting for. Let's see who you are. I take off your disguise. And flip! Oh, you flipped too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? And eventually, grape. Thor's kind of hanging out with the Guardians because he's been closing himself off to everything because of Jane Foster has right here. Talking about TD, talk about his Korg. For some goddamn reason. Um, and we see Jane. She has stage four cancer. Uh, she's, she's dying. And she's exhausted all of her abilities to recover from this cancer. And she hears uh, Molnir. All right. Molnir. The hammer. She hears the hammer talking. Not, the va- not Greg Valentine, but the other hammer. Oh, man. What it was. <laughs> that would be great. Talking to her and she uh, goes to, you know see it and uh eventually relearn as gore descends upon because we've learned a bunch of other minor gods have been killed mm-hmm. gore descends upon new asgard uh she has been deemed worthy of the hammer i'm gonna call it the hammer uh gore steals all the children of asgard as a minor villain in one of these movies is want to do i, I mean stealing kids is a minor you know he's like the Pied Piper or whatever. Um, what just was the goal of stealing the game? Yeah, plot wise, it follows. Um, so, Thor and Jane together try to like in you know invite the other gods, including Zeus, played by you know 2010, 2020s Russell Crowe, who's like in the the beer drinking stage of his career. Good for him. I love, uh, so one of the things that we've talked about. I'm glad he leaned into it. Yeah. I'm also glad, I'm also glad he did an Italian accent for a Greek guy. (laughs) Well, did you see that he did like, they did everything twice? He did an Italian accent. Um, It was Italian? It's just an he, accent. He just I think. does like a, it's, it's a like Mediterranean. Medi- <laughs> 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 um, I gotta say, the Peach. The best. Not the fire flower. I wanted to get the cat wings to jump over the scout. <laughs> I understand that, like, they, they're cool with Zeus being bad. It so makes they, sense for the story. But, but they can touch up his arms so that when he puts his arms up like this, it's like. That guy has, like, 70-year-old man arms. But, <laughs> like, to be fair, he also has biceps. Like, there's, there's still... Russell Crowe still lifts. He just... He's not, like... Hamburgers. <laughs> I'm just saying, he's not, like, a Steven Seagal. Who clearly oh, no, no, no. Has, like, done, like... 
There's a the Russell Crowe probably consumes still the Russell, Russell Crowe Crow still like consumes a decent amount of food and liquid. He's alive, but he's still working out. Sure, he's got the Mario bot. And he's, got, and he's got good legs. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's got good arms, too. And he's, he's still a he's good actor. Got, it covers, like, the first hit, Isn't that Russell covers, like one of the, like, and his hit. Worst returning actors of all, like, uh, box office-wise. Russell Crowe, or? Yeah. No. Russell Crowe is, maybe. All his movies make a million, I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyhow. Uh, Everyone's they, all mastered. They, they go. They go to the gods for help. Uh, the gods reject them. We have that Russell Crowe doing Italian scene, and they steal his lightning bolt. I just want to—I want to make sure that we spend some time on that. Like, not now. No, we will. Okay. Good. Um, and Thor, Valkyrie, Jane, and Korg go to fight <laughs> Gore himself. Korg is reduced to a face for some reason because it's funny. Um. They fight Gore a bit, then they realize Gore needs Stormbreaker because he needs the Bifrost to get to eternity because his daughter's died. So now he's seeking revenge by killing all the gods because if you reach eternity at the center of the universe, you get your wish fulfilled by snapping your fingers with all six infinity stones. (laughs) Um, And his wish is to kill all the gods. And, you know, they fight Jane and realizes that uh, Molnir the hammer uh, is actually killing her because it is zapping her strength from fighting the cancer. And so Thor, because he loves her, says like, Hey, hang back. Don't do this. So as he goes to fight Gore, you can't fight Gore successfully. So Jane goes to fight him. They fight. Another climactic sequence. And like most Marvel movies from the past four years, Gore, realizes the error of his ways and brings back his daughter and goes like, you look like Chris Hemsworth. You're not actually my daughter. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Jane dies and love the daughter of Gore is uh, adopted by Thor and love and thunder refers to the fact that, you know, Chris Hemsworth is like, yeah, I'll do these movies if you make my if you give my daughter a job for twenty years. I, I he said he would do <laughs> them until they ask him not Thor. to. Yeah, yeah. But like, he also was like, my daughter can cut, and she she can. I mean, she it, did oh, a good job. She's great. Both yeah, but it like, is, it his is, son was in the movie too, and his brother's in the yeah. movie, and it's just like this is a lot of Hemsworths. Yeah. like hanging out in this movie. I will his say, wife this, was in the movie too. Yeah, his wife is the the, uh, wolf, the wolf, the wolf mom. Yeah. Oh, really? She's yeah. Good job. Good job, Chris Hemsworth. You did well for yourself. Um, that seems funny. The funniest sequence in this film, by the way, is when the bad director of the bad stage play is revealed to be Ben Falcone. Noted terrible director of great actress Melissa McCarthy, his wife's movies. Yep. <laughs> Melissa, you can do better. Just, 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 just get away from that guy. Like, all your bad movies are because of him. Um, I actually was kind of upset when I saw that it was Ben Falcone. I was like... Yeah, I was like, like get out of here. It's like, bum me. Get out of Get yeah. out of this goddamn movie. Especially because I think those... the Those... He's like the stage director of it. Those, yeah, yeah um, I realize, yeah. Like, I don't know, this one... I can't fucking talk. Ah, I thought this production that they did was really, really good. And, like, all, like, the small choices, like, with, like... Throwing the hammer and it going like super slow <laughs> on the um, string, yeah, yeah, and just like Sam Sam Neil trying to throw like gold glitter on himself, 
It's just great. Is, is it handed off to him or like? Yeah, he's just kind of like they hand it off to him. What makes that scene is like that. This like all the the crowd just being like they're seeing all this incredible shit going on. Like a flying ship, but like this terrible stage play. They're like, like wrapped. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, um, it's um, excellent. I think. I think this movie stinks for the first like hour and ten minutes. I think the first two acts of this movie don't work at all. Once we get to the Shadow Realm and everything after that, it works really well mm-hmm. as a film. And I think I, I think the last act really pulls. I don't want to say pulls it together because like the first hour anytime christian bale's not on screen i'm looking at this going it's like I, I want christian bale back on screen but my favorite scene of this is easily when he goes to um like axel is is talking to the other kids to like boost them up and then like christian bale's also there clapping oh yeah, and he yeah does yeah. the thing with the head i'm just like oh man i want a full he movie was menacing yeah of, yeah and like there should have been more of him yeah sure. But like I, I think Christian Bale's like I'll take the ten million dollars if I'm in like if I have five working days. Well, no, I mean he was talking about how they they filmed a lot more stuff that they cut from the movie. Yeah, and he, he was, but oh, really? again, he only unfortunate. I want, I want. He agreed dogs. to do one, and he they I think what they said was that he wanted like full control over like his performance. Like Taika well, like, didn't get to tell him anything, which is which right. Is, which was a good move, right? Like, you like, just wanted to go and just. Do we think like, Taika Waititi would have given him? Yeah, Taika Waititi is clearly a control freak and a narcissist, it, which is evidenced by the fact that they could not fucking get rid of Korg through the whole goddamn fucking movie. Yeah, there were there was a good emotional beat there where Korg dies, and it's just like, yeah, just kill off Korg, like just get get rid of. Korg. And then so Korg. Valkyrie has I mean, to he's just funny. talk to Korg's face <laughs> while like. Jane and, and Thor are out on, like, the goat boat, like, with the space dolphins, and they're having a really good conversation. And they have to cut back to Valkyrie being, like, alluding to the fact that she's, like, you know, has feelings for women. And it's just, like... Well, that's the thing that, that's the thing that like, yeah, that, that is Why the thing. are we doing this? Some, like, that's where I say, like, from a filmmaking perspective, it feels as though... Sam Raimi is just having fun, but it feels like Waititi still needs to do stuff, right? Because Waititi feels like he's doing, like, what we do in the shadow stuff here, where he's like, oh, there needs to be, like, really in-your-face sort of, like, comedy. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, kind of, like, this really sort of absurdist humor that just keeps punching you in the face, mm-hmm. but stays there, but it's not, like, uh, so over. Like, the goats thing, the entire movie, that worked for me. Me too. Because it's so annoying... And so dumb, but it's not like point. It's just like, at a certain point you can look at it and go like, "Why is this still happening?" And then it just keeps happening <laughs> at like dumb point. And eventually, when like the goats crash into the shadow realm planet, and you just hear, <laughs> it, it's like it's like a lot of build up to like that punchline of just that. Yes, but it's sold because at the very beginning of the movie, when that blue guy gives him the goats and he's about to leave, and he's like. We're just still going to take the goats because you said you would. <laughs> like, nobody wants these goats, but he's, like, yeah. very attached I, to these I, goats. I, but that's, that's the thing that I think is, like, which doesn't work about this movie. And that some of the jokes, like, feel so punctuated. It's like, where he goes, like, no backsies or whatnot. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we get it. We get the joke already. Yeah. And it feels like those first two acts feel so punctuated by these moments of, like, really forced humor in the sense of, like, Here's the joke. 
if he didn't get the joke, here's another stinger to make you get it. Yeah. And like anytime this movie is trying to be funny in the first two acts, it doesn't work. When it gets to that last act, and like Thor embodies the power of Thor onto the kids, and like it's just kids Fantastic. doing things, I'm just like, that's a lot of fun. Because like awesome. I end up looking at that going like, this is a family movie. It's like, yeah. if I was a little kid, I'd be like losing my fucking shit on that scene of just seeing a bunch of little kids. And they did. Being badass. My, my son wants a whole movie with the kid with the bunny shooting the, kid with the, the lasers. Bunny was, like, yeah. Yeah. And when the little girl like wrapped that like weird monster in like thread and then just ripped it apart, he was like, oh! Like, he thought that was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I think... I it think was. Was, like, And that, that's what I'm saying. Like everything from like that Shadow Realm joke of the goats crashing into the planet onwards works extremely well. Unfortunately, that first, that's not even the first act, that, that inciting action of the Guardians of the Galaxy, fucking get it's rid of that. Terrible. That was terrible. Yeah, that it, was, is, oh, it is. That was really bad. It if is that was painful. gore, the, the movie is so heavily improved, right? Yeah. Or, no, even if you just get rid of that and, like, you just have, like, the, a quick scene of, like, I don't know. I don't know how you get, how you cut that. I, I don't know. Mean, can you just do, like, a some sort of montage like same like thing montage the same thing and then they like did the you, beginning of Guardians 2 right where they, they just had that single battle real quick yeah it was the opening credits and you just get to the goats and, and you, you get, get to the to, and you get to the you know the Thor crashing palace yeah not, you know not knowing what to do with his love for Jane and you know and then send him on his way and then have like so gore killing people. I think the problem is that this movie didn't know how to exist because there is no Jane in Ragnarok, so oh. at, at, at all, and there's not. She's mentioned as like being that they broke up. They yeah. broke up, yeah. And then you have the because they have to do that entire like three minute scene of their relationship, right? And then which is just atro- atrocious. It's fine from it's fine from a if you hand wave it and then you bring back Natalie Portman. It's I, I, I feel can like I'm it. stupid because I I just like enjoyed the shit out of this movie. Like when I no, no, when no. I I enjoyed it I enjoyed the shit out of it too while acknowledging that it is a it is a train wreck like, like from a no, movie that, to that, to, that, that to go back to what I said before right I when I was like walking in I was like eh, I guess like this is fine and walking out I was, my faith was like completely restored in in the, huh. in the whole idea I walked out thinking Christian Bale is amazing and that Chris Hemsworth is still the needs to do Thor forever and that Taika should probably get one more shot at making one of these movies that's like directly like that Thor doesn't do anything he just whatever happens next to Thor happens directly after this movie um, or Taika gets to make a movie where he's like the hype the Taika hype train is not up to like a million and so he doesn't feel compelled to show off like through the whole thing oh this um, is his first movie post Jojo right uh, so first movie post yes, Oscar, but he's got a bunch of shit like ready to go. Well, he does, but like this is his first directed film. It is, but he's Oscar. produced a whole bunch of. Stuff. Yeah, he has, um, he has like what we do in the shadows and all that. No, stuff. but like, but like, so the the it is his first thing, but he also has a um, a movie that everyone is already saying is going to be like an Oscar contender when it gets released in the Cannes soccer movie. Oh, right, right, um, right. He's got all these. He's got all these. He produced Reservation Dogs. He produced What We Do in the Shadows. He's on that. Our flag is death. 
thing. What we do in the shadows just got nominated for a bunch of like Emmys. That New York deserved that. That shows it's fantastic. Yeah. But that New York Times profile that they wrote, Matt um, Berry's the best thing ever. Is just is just kind of like Taika Taika Taika. Like everyone's kind of like really big into this Taika thing. I think he felt compelled to like up the ante from Ragnarok, but he didn't. This movie didn't have like a clear depiction of didn't have a clear sense of what it was to the point where there's well, a whole bunch of scenes in this movie that I just think I would love to what know do you mean what, by that what do you, I, it, so, so I think like I think, what do you mean like it didn't feel like it had I don't think it I, I, this is my opinion I don't think it has a like a directorial vision well so I don't I think it, it has too much of a directorial vision I don't think it has a Marvel narrative a clarity of vision in terms of how it links to the rest of the Marvel universe and which is fine because I think which is what we're building to we're building to the big which is because like, I think it normally <laughs> the big, the big I think comment the best part Jeff. about some of these movies is like when the standalone movies don't have that they sometimes work good when they exist in their own little universes I think the thing that works best about something stupid like Ant-Man and the Wasp is that like it has no relationship to anything else that's happening anywhere but it's really small and it takes it has like a very contained story has a very um um, all of the characters except for Walton Goggins, and that's why Walton Goggins is in there, is to be like. I feel like the you're villain. describing this movie. No, but I think my problem with this movie is that, like, so the Zeus stuff, we've got Gore the God Butcher, mm-hmm. okay? And when we see Zeus, he's literally standing behind a podium the whole time until he tutus, walks down to Thor, and then walks back up onto his podium where Thor throws a lightning bolt through him. Like, that's. What, that's not, like, why that choice? Why can't Zeus do anything else? Is he just there for comic relief? There's all these other gods. We don't see Gore fight any gods except for, except well, for Thor. That, and, really, that, and that's a problem. I, I agree I, with that issue. And that's where yeah. I'm just curious as to, like, what the... what I don't think this movie necessarily understood what its, its overall purpose was. And well, I think, and I, I think okay. to, to me, Thor is all about worthiness, right? And I think all of his movies are really about him being unworthy of whatever, of whatever is going on around him, right? In this case, it's love, right? And in the, the juxtaposition of Thor wanting to help and save these people and stop Gore... While the other gods are like, yeah, fuck it. Think he can't get here. Like, we're, we're fine. Like, we don't need to do anything. The, you know, we don't need to care about whatever he's doing. Right? That's where, to me, that's where all that fits in. Well, and I well, think, and I, well really quickly, just yeah. to jump in that. I, my one issue with that from a character perspective is it kind of feels like the last two movies have been like a cutting down of Thor's expectations. Like, and it's a small thing in this movie. But it's kind of felt like stagnant, running on wheels. So, like, when Odin dies in the last movie, and Odin's like, well, by the way, you have a sister. And, like, it kind of just, like, upends his expectations of, like, what he was as a god. And this movie kind of, like, brings that in slightly with him being, like, it's kind of like a throwaway joke-ish, where he's like, I always looked up to Zeus. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I just, I feel as though after, like, so much development with Thor, he needs to get... Past like this like insecure man childish stage. So here's in. what I would. And I felt like Ragnarok did a really good job yes. with that, and mm. then like Love and, and Thunder was like. Game, yeah. But Let's you know what? Kind of bring that back you know a bit. Just so Ragnarok get did a lot of, which is character development because Ragnarok was just four or five major set pieces, 
like well, very this, this develops this develops Thor as realizing what love could be, ending up as a father at the end. I think that's, right now he's in the position of I have a child. I think I think it finishes. I, I think it finishes, I think it finishes right, but it just doesn't build up. I think right. they do the Jane. It's, they do the. Jane. I'm not like. I'm the just flashback just is needed. I'm, obje- but, right, I'm objecting to the idea that like it was needed. I think they could have done. This is where I don't know what they, if they knew what this movie's purpose was because I I find it hard to believe that if there is a four and a half hour cut of this movie that as that he claims that that flashback exists. Jeff Goldblum definitely dies in that cut, right? I think so. I think a lot of gods die in that cut, right? I don't want that's it. what he said. I, I, I want Grandmaster. Um, Grand, not so, Grandmaster. Grand is it Grandmaster? Yeah. yeah. They need to change his name due to Ku Klux Klan stuff. <laughs> well, maybe they don't. <laughs> I also have Melting Six. Um, Jesus. I just don't know why, like, there's so much exposition dump in this movie for, like, relationship building when the people that are in the relationship are, like, on screen together. So, like, they can have these conversations about this stuff. They can, they can like, it, when they interact, it's really good. It's really, thrilling is the wrong word, but like they have really good chemistry when Natalie Portman is not trying to come up with like catchphrases and stay on her platform at the same time because she's very like off balance when she's walking. They, they apparently they constructed these platforms for her so she could be like taller when she's yeah. Thor. Oh, really? And so, like, there's a bunch of times where she's like walking where she kind of looks like she's wobbling. Like she's like five foot one, right? She's very short. Yeah. Right? Um, they should have just leaned into it, just like. Let her be short, but also like fucking muscular right. shit. And so I don't, I don't. Yes, queen. I don't. <laughs> what this movie wanted to do, and I think Taika had a vision of like aesthetically what he wanted to do, but narratively the MCU has gotten so un. The Guardians thing feels necessary because we last saw him with the Guardians, and mm-hmm. they thought it would be cool to bring the Guardians back in but then they didn't realize it wasn't cool until like it was on the screen and like oh yeah that didn't work but my question is why didn't it work and even after watching it I'm still not 100% sure why it didn't work besides sickly Chris Pratt <laughs> but which he is like he looks like he's what the fuck is going on I don't on? know his beard doesn't look patchy because he looks like he's like like a roughneck or something it looks patchy because it's falling out you know what I mean? Like it looks, <laughs> he looks in bad shape. Um, was that purposeful? He must have been doing something else. He must have, and they just he must have been doing something where he had to be like skinny and not like built. Is all I can assume. I hope Maybe. I don't want to say I, whatever that is. I hope he's fine. Hopefully, but you're doing all the something. Last few movies he's been in been like action. Well, let's hope he's not making a Werner <laughs> Herzog movie. But he might have he, like so. Those scenes might have been made. Like a year ago, he might be doing something that, like a year ago, that required that, and it yeah. just takes like forever to come out. And, like it, it's got to be released in film festival circuits in I the mean, fall. You could argue that there, there's an. I mean, it didn't really seem like he was totally over the whole Gamora thing, right? So, so he's so not been a, eating as a depression. Yeah, like a. Yeah, we're not. They're, they're yes. not. They're not presenting. That's at also all. why we brought Jeff here. Like he, literally, <laughs> he, but he literally like says like the people I love. Wow. He's, what? He what does that mean? But he says, "Star Lord as to why." But he says, <laughs> but he says, but he says like the people I love, and he just like looks at you know Mantis True. and Nebula. Nebula. Uh, well, it's like, 
Nebula? That's true, but it could be. I mean, a lot of what Star Lord's character is is being like, kind of falsely, uh, you know, brave and 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 I'll take everything. Where the fuck did Gamora? Gamora just went off on her own, right? Like I. No, she. They think she. I mean, the suggestion is that she snapped. She blipped. When Iron Man snapped his fingers, because it's not the Gamora from the past; it's the Gamora from, like, thought, with Thanos. But I thought in Endgame she just left. Am I thought I in Endgame that? she just left too. That yeah, was I think she just leaves in Endgame. No, she fixed because she's so she's in Endgame. She's a Gamora who is not in love right. with Star Lord, but is quickly turned. But we don't see her after a certain point. So the suggestion is that I think. God, don't fucking do and that. And remember man. when he looks at the thing, they're like, n- not found. I thought. Yes. I thought she. No, I thought there's a scene in Endgame where she, like, like after the. I think she just Iron Man stamp. Yeah. Is. Disney, if you're listening, just, just have her peace out and come yeah. back. I think, I think. Ever come back in Guardians of She's going to come back in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the search for Spock. Is it R-rated? No. Fuck. This poor, poor James. It's gonna be PG. It's gonna be. Le- it's gonna be less violent. I don't know. Actually, I want to get to that point at some point. But all I'm saying is that like, all, there's a bunch of stuff that worked. There's a bunch of uh, visual stuff and Christian Bale stuff and Chris Hemsworth stuff and and Natalie Portman stuff that works really well here. I think there's, all, crying in there's a bunch of really under. As, there's I a think bunch of really underdeveloped world building in this that left me kind of um, uh, just like a little it's, concerned it's a, as to what the not, like, what their value like what Marvel as a whole wanted to do with this movie. Is it concerned or kind of like a bummed out? I, well, there, it's, and there was a for both, I think, so right? I, because then we're gonna have to sit through more of this, and if this is what they're gonna just talk about off air, like Wakanda Forever is literally coming out, and it is. It's coming out in four months, and they just finished shooting like a couple months ago. Um, so, do they know? Do they have a clear sense of what they want out of that movie? Because it's no longer. It's about what do they want out of the movie as a whole thing? Like, they, Shane Black did not I have mean, to answer these questions when he made Iron Man three. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't have to do it. He just made I mean, if you, the movie he wanted to make, and that was it. That's, if you follow Kevin Feige, he's. Very insistent that he that they have a plan and they know what they're doing, and that, and that we don't see it yet. To me, it does. Yeah. Okay. So, the thing so that's, I would argue yeah. is that so the thing that I see, and it was not clear until so wrong. Tell me this is to wrong. Me. I think was it Eternity that clear? Uh, because it, it was Eternity. It was Valhalla showing up in the second post credit. Because they've been dropping these little. Part of it ties into Miss Marvel as well and Moon Knight. Okay, so I'm, I just wanted to say one thing and then I'm going to let you cook. The idea that Get you saw the Living Tribunal in... Center of the universe. There's Celestials. Okay. You have the, obviously the yeah. whole Eternals thing with like the Celestials. Yep. Are you talking about in the Omnipotent City or whatever? Omnipotent City, yeah. There's also... Um, one other thing that yeah. happens, and and I kind of want to that, that's going to kind of tie into what I have to say. So when uh, Zeus, if you like, turn the volume way up when he's up, uh, um, if you if you uh, 
when he's announcing the winner of the person who's had the most things sacrificed to him. Yeah. Most humans. The most human sacrifice, yeah. whatever. He's, he yells Satan. Oh, so the Mephisto thing is... The Mephisto thing is alive. <laughs> and also Jesus is in this movie, so whatever. Is he? Yeah, they, when they're walking through Omnipotent City, they, they mention a god of carpentry. Yeah, while watching Miss Marvel, they talk about Allah, and I was like, "Well, he's just he's just at the yeah. city, right?" So, <laughs> all this stuff is suggesting that they're going in, is suggesting they're in with heroes. Something of love. Is he a it's, god of love? It's god of love. brother. Brother. Um, is he heroes? Heroes. Yeah. I remember them mentioning heroes. I just didn't remember that being. And he's got Patton Oswald with him, remember? A little troll. Um, all this is suggesting, to, and with Adam Warlock, um, uh, well, the cosmic, definitely, but like that side infinity, 80s infinity war saga that they did. You know what I mean? Where all those people, you know, Mephisto is literally right next to Thanos the whole time, and Eros is right next to Thanos the whole time, and all of these other gods come and kind of... And so they're not going to do Infinity War again, but they're dipping into that world. Am I right? Where do uh, you see it going? I Fill see in the it, blanks. I see it going the holes. to... Well, okay, so real quick. They've been really clear in um, Moon Knight, Ms. Marvel, and this... And I think, I, I forget if it's mentioned in Doctor Strange or not, they're very clear on the use of the word universe and the use of the word realm, right? So in, at least in the movies and what's going on in the movies, the universe and the multiverse are kind of the, the thing where everything's a little bit different, um, but very much the same, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, there's different actors in each one uh, or different perturbations in each one. And then you have realms, right? So you have Valhalla is specifically called a realm. Uh, the Duat in Moon Knight specifically called a realm. So you have all of these, um, and, and it's uh, the ancestral plane from uh, Black Panther is mentioned. So you have all of these death realms that are being kind of mentioned and specifically called realms mm -hmm. and not like universes or space, whatever, right? So I think... And I think there's an argument to say that at the end of uh, Multiverse of Madness that Scarlet Witch ends up going to hell. So you have, because that was also like, right, that's where all the demon strain or whatever mm -hmm. the final dead strange was, right? So I think, I don't really know what's going on with the death stuff, but they're, they're clearly setting up that death happens and they all kind of go somewhere. Um, death and what about Kang? Where so Kang come in? this is where it gets real messy in my yes. mind. So I think to, to me where real Riley weed moment, what I think they're really, they're, what they're setting up is they're setting up multiple events. So I think, I think, you know, battle world secret wars is happening at some point, but I think that, it's what's battle world. Uh, it's where Doctor Doom, uh, an incursion happens, and this is the, secret, the, the Hickman Secret Wars. Yeah, so this yeah. Is the, um, so it's like Battle World. Battle World happens, 
Well, it's kind of the same thing. Well, Secret okay. Wars happens on Battleworld. Basically, oh, it's... Okay. But you need Doom. You, you need, need Doom, Doom you need Strange. Kang, because Kang, or Doom absorbs Kang's powers and becomes right. all godlike, basically. But Strange and, facilitates Doom's, like, the survival of the incursion... So and then, so and that's where and that's where multiverse ends, right? So he's going off to like fix incursions. Yeah, we haven't yeah. even gotten to Spider Man yet. I always smart. Um so where I think this is ultimately going is actually annihilation. So I think I think they're going to do something crazy with the snap that basically sends everyone to the negative zone where like all those souls are now in the negative zone. Thanos meets up with Annihilus the way that he did in the Annihilation event and they start incurring onto reality or like whatever our reality is considering. Mm -hmm. So Thanos is coming back? I think so, yeah. When is it morbing time? <laughs> I never, I didn't see that movie because I heard it was garbage. So but I heard I, it's more like that. So I, I think, I think the multiverse stuff is leading to a battle world thing, so that you can have. So that's where like Kang and Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom are gonna kind of do their thing, and you get the closure yeah. well, of the like multiverse it's, it's stuff. Maybe steps like so, like Kang comes first, then. Right, and then Battleworld, and then eventually Annihilation. Well, I think that's, I mean, I think that's the whole thing that they do with the Fantastic Four thing, right? Is that there's, there's, Reed Richards has to just be sitting somewhere. That's, when we meet the Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, that's how they're going to tie it together. I have to imagine that's how they're going to tie it together. Is that Reed Richards is aware of all of these things that are happening. Reed Richards is somehow, like, tracking them and being like, fuck. How do you also... Like, like, how do we also feel about John Krasinski not being Reed Richards in the movies? Good. I'm kind of bummed about it, but yeah, whatever. I like, I like John Krasinski. I, I, I like John Why? Krasinski. Why? I don't know. I think he, he's cool. He did it fine. You think he's cool? He's fine. <laughs> I think he's fine, though. Like, but, like, but like the fact that... Even like, John Krasinski doesn't think he's cool. Um, <laughs> like, yeah, Reed I don't, Richards I don't, is such I, a so, boring fucking well, that character. Well, kind of comes like John Krasinski to perfect... Ms. Marvel a little bit, right? Because... Yeah. So the last thing in Ms. Marvel is spoilers for Mario since he hasn't fully She's watched it. She's a mutant. Yeah, She's a mutant, right? So, but they don't really imply that they're going to full, go full X-Men. They just, so is she the first mutant? or I don't think, I think um, Rambo the, from WandaVision when she goes through the hex, I think that activates her mutant gene and okay. she becomes Photon. They didn't really mention anything about it at that point, but I think... Well, because she's in... Ms. Marvel in the comic books is inhuman, right? Yes, but that... So if you look at the history of how Marvel... What Marvel was doing at that time, the Inhumans... They basically started the Inhumans because they had sold the movie rights for X... uh, Like, mutants and X-Men and and Mm. that whole kind of class of heroes. So they were specifically writing Inhumans as a way to basically have mutant-type characters that were not mutants. And we also saw how the humans TV show did, so right. the less said about that the better. So so the kind of, the kind of the idea there yeah, is that good. you know Kamala Khan Ms. Marvel was probably first conceptualized as an a mutant X men team member, whatever. 
and that because Excellent. of that kind of split, um, it's kind of coming back to where it was yeah. initially intended to be. Well, I mean, and like, so I guess that's good and cool and stuff. Right, and I, th- but I think... You know, what, you know what actually makes me be bummed about all this, though? Yeah. It's like Thanos was so easy to follow. It was just like he has to collect some rocks. Then he gets yeah. his rocks and yeah. he snaps the rocks and people die. I don't know if I can do this. Like, like all this stuff is like getting, like, it's getting to, pretty to crazy, borrow, right? Because to borrow like the to, Thor, the Thor moment, like where, like the kid in chemo's like reading um, the Foster principle or whatever. Yep. And like she explains it to him. Like, and we talked about this before. Like, these Marvel movies are getting to a point where like I tap out. Like I can't follow all this. So shit. I've also tapped out. And actually, did you have something to say? Like a open-ended TV series. I don't like things without an endpoint because they just run. I don't know. I don't know all the comic book lore, but um, yeah, it just like you just brought up about Thanos. Like, yeah, that was a storyline, and it seemed to come to an end. Now we're continuing. It's it's more like I, I don't know. I think for me like the um the Kang stuff made sense. Like Kang was like we just some, a, some multiverse being bring bringing everything to like some certain point is the way I best of understood Kang are wanting control over all the multiverses so they could Kang, yeah, Kangs were fighting and yeah. Yeah. But like the way you're exp- like explaining like annihilation just seems like there's so much I mean an annihilation as an event is really just like this guy from the far reaches of space crosses over the veil and is attacking, right? Mm-hmm. Um you get like Thanos is Thanos people. is helping him um with his own kind of end goals. Um Annihilus is kind of like this bug dude who's bent on absorbing the positive energy from the other realm. But it, it almost feels like there's like multiple big dudes who re, like refold Thanos yeah, for well, like yeah, 17 because, well, movies. Now we in the Annihilation fall. event you get um, you know you get Silver Surfer and all the other heralds and you get uh, Galactus right you get the, the Guardians of the Galaxy is spawned out of that whole event isn't too. This kinda, isn't this kind of like too big though? Like why not just do like Galactus now? Like, like it, that, that's my thing about this. Uh, uh, these movies feel so unfocused yes. now. Like, I just want like a smaller. Like, I want them to get where you're saying, but I want them to get where you're saying. Where like I'm 70 years old the, after like we've had like yeah, yeah. 40 years of this stuff. Well, the like, thing I that, want like like I want Galactus to be next, or I want see, even Secret Wars, which I don't give a shit about. But like Secret Wars is fine, or like Kang. Like do Kang, do Secret Wars. Do Galactus and then do like that shit. My problem, I think, is that. Um, so what you're saying about like Moon Knight and stuff, and what they're. I didn't hate Moon Knight. I, I just hated. There was a point the last where two episodes were the only good two. It was very boring. There wasn't enough Moon Knight. You had all this like crazy like. No, I guess we're. Why? I guess we're now we're getting to the point of yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about like. So where yeah, the problem the with Moon Knight is like Moon Knight wasn't really in it. He would just black out and like, it was an interesting sort of framing device for 
the character of Steven, but it was awful as a Moon viewer Moon to Knight's, be like, Moon I, don't, I didn't get to see Moon Knight. Moon Knight's, problem, <laughs> Moon Knight's problem is it needed to happen on Netflix, like in 2014. Well, so yeah, that's my, my son has like, read Moon all Knight, those books. Moon Knight about needs to be TVMA, needs to be... Yeah, read the books, because it's he gets down there and... Fuck- yeah. I, I don't even need to see the violence. But no, I need no, to it, see like just the no, struggle of what's yes, happening. That's what I'm. That's exactly kind of what I'm going after. Is that like there is an there is an element of Mark Spector struggling, not just like psychically being like oh no, like all the time, like morally like fighting through some shit to kind of get from one place to the well, other. What is it? Episode gone. episode in like the, I guess we're getting now to TV shows. Episode three, where like he comes back into it and he's just stabbing that guy. Over like the other. Well, that's the first that, drop of Jake, right? Yeah. Because they both yeah, yeah. they both go like that wasn't me, right? Yeah. So okay, so the other thing that I what I think this sort of phases or next set of storylines is going to ask the question that is going to be asked is why are heroes heroes? So I think the the um, the Thanos storyline was we are heroes. We do and what kind of like what are heroes and what no, it wasn't really a why it was just like hey we're here and we're gonna fight the best it's like a bla- it's a black and white right. sort of situation and i think the question that's being set up is why so to me um kamala khan is kind of like a hero worship but by the end realizes that she's got some internal abilities and can do whatever she puts her mind to um and wants to do good with that I think Moon Knight is going to be, he just wants power. He just wants to kill people, right? And that's kind of where you get the the sting at the end of that show where Jake is just like, I'll just blast people. I don't give a shit. Um, um, I think Doctor Strange has a... a it's like the he's got a duty. He feels like... It, yeah. Even though he has all this other stuff going on, he feels sort of obligated to handle all of the things that are like, going on. Multi, Multiverse of Madness is the first like big institution film to say like why am I a hero thing. It's like it kind of feels true. Resting and I think Thor it on him. Well like Thor I think is like is a hero but just figuring out why he's a hero. But yeah, he, Thor, well, I think but Thor like Doctor Strange just, is just asking God, like, is am I No no I think I think Thor is saying you are a hero but why are you a hero? Versus Doctor Strange saying, like, are you a hero? Mm. That's why I think, like, this entire next generation of movies is resting on Strange and Spider-Man to be, like, the heroes. Well, so that's them. what I thought was interesting about it. Well, like, Spider- Spider-Man is sort of, like, he's just starting over, right? He has well, nothing. Yeah, yeah. That first, that first trilogy is just his establishment. But it's also mm-hmm. saying, like, am I a hero? Like, his entire thing is, like, I'm a hero because of my heroes, but it feels as though now with the end of No Way Home, he's like, okay, everything's been reduced from me, so I'm still fighting for the so, right thing. But this is where I think the last two movies are kind of interesting in that. So I think they're both... I like Doctor Strange better than I liked Thor, although I had a good... I, had, I definitely had a good time with Thor. I just... No, agreed. Aesthetically, and, and a couple of other things, it's just... From a movie standpoint, Thor... I mean, oh, Doctor Strange works better. I'm never, gonna, I'm never going to forget the hospital scene at the end of Thor. Not because it was a pretty good interaction between Jane and Thor, but because 
it was a hospital. And I'm, I've been led to believe that this hospital is in New Asgard, but it literally is just a hospital. Like, no, it has I think, a hospital no, I, bed. Really? Yeah. No, I think, that's, I think that scene works. I think that scene actually makes me think it's a no, small town. It makes, a small town, it's like... A, aesthetically, it's fine. I cannot have a doctor on New Asgard be like, I don't know, it's just not working. <laughs> Doesn't work. And it just looks like a hospital with a vending machine. And he's like, I got you some hot snacks out of the vending machine. <laughs> no, no, no. Starting to look at these as movies for movies. No, but that's what, but what I'm saying is that like, they don't have to, they can do anything. And they have the ability, and in, oftentimes they do successfully do anything. And so it pisses me off when they're just like, you know what? Just bring in a, what's a, what, there's a hospital bed in that I mean, set that, over there on that stage. Just bring that in. We're going to prop her up. We're going to deal with this cancer in the exact same way that we deal with all other cancers. Not in Asgardian God fashion. Just like, I don't know. It's just not working, man. Thor. I don't know. As, so, that's just so it's, it's a MacGuffin. The MacGuffin stuff works. That, that scene is where I just cracked. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't not cry at that Yeah, scene. it worked. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm going to be honest. Me, I'm going to be honest. As, it, fucking, it fucking worked as, for me, too. Because so, that's happened to me. Right. I had a cousin, we played video games and he would, uh, he would tongue his Ambien at night so that he could play video games with us into, and event, and it was all and so like that, I just want to go one more time. I was just like, oh fuck man. Like I would, I would, I would be the same way. Um, if I could go with, a, you know, my cousin again and, and be it. So I was just like, yeah, but we're, <laughs> that's the thing. We're talk, We're focusing on like two different things. Like, I got taken out of the emotional aspect of it by the fact that like it didn't seem like they were putting up very much effort into doing anything else. No, because no, no. But I, I, I push back about, push back on that because I think like all those last scenes work because YTT removes like this veil of like. Try. I think he's a really good humanist director. Like, sure, hunt for the world of people and all that. Like he's doing the simplest work and all that. Like, just to bring you close to it. And, like, when he does that in the last act, even including the scene, like, where Jane and Thor are talking, like, do Asgard at the hospital, like, it works because he's just, he's getting rid of, like, all this, like, extraneous bullshit. But that's, I mean, I think that, for me, that's from that's an aesthetic problem for me because the whole movie is extraneous bullshit. Except yeah. for these what, these couple of scenes when they're like, there is no extra well, no, like, in this frame. Well, that's, and, that's, and that's what frustrated me about this movie is like, when, like, because I, I mean, we've had this argument with Jojo Rabbit. Like, I love Jojo Rabbit. You were like, Do you okay. love it? No, I, I, I have a good time with it. How about that? I have a good you time. I liked with, it. I liked it more than you did. How about that? Well, yeah, and I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was but very like, good. I am more forgiving of the stuff going on in Jojo Rabbit than you are. In terms of, like, I think Watiti is a good enough director to just be like, here's this, but he's not, like, putting a ton of super effort into it. He's a good enough director to do, and I know what you mean, even though, like, our viewers don't know what you mean. Our viewers, even though our listeners might not know what you mean. I do because we've had this conversation, like, a million times. No, my friend, there's somebody watching. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody sitting right in the skylight. Um, with it, with it. So I stop himself. One hundred seventy-two stories. It just keeps now. getting bigger. It's yeah. Weird. We don't even like. We're not authorizing this growth. It's just like we show you know, up. I, and it's I, just wake, I wake up 
And I was that's like, that's a walk oh up, God. too. That's tough. I, it is yeah. And there's no air conditioning in the stairwell. It is a tough uh, walk. Um, the elevator goes to floor 12. Yeah. That's rough. That would seem like a bad decision. Um, but all of, our, all of our cabs, golden. Yeah. We have really, really nice immaculate cabs. Ladies. Um, he can't stop doing, he can't stop. Like with Jojo Rabbit, it was a Hitler thing. When you didn't want Hitler, Hitler showed up. Like, and that's... What know, I'm saying is... Obviously, like, he, you don't ever want Hitler. But I'm saying, like, in a movie where, like, a kid is trying to grapple with, like, the death of his mother and, like, all this, like, the political ramifications of, like, what his mother was doing versus, like, what his allegiances were. Like, what you don't want is joke Hitler coming in being like, you should do, 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 do. That's not what you don't <laughs> And it's the same thing with it's the same thing with Thor Love and Thunder where like they're having like these moments and I don't want goofy Korg shit like coming in. No, for sure. Um <clears throat> no, that's the thing no but that's the thing that works, like is when Watiti kinda like removes all of his his own bullshit right. from it. And I think I think that's why like that scene in the hospital, the new Asgardian hospital works. Is because he's really able to focus in on those like really close in. But moments. this is so. What I'm arguing, and this is again, this is not like larger scale stuff. This is like little stuff. And you're probably right that I'm looking at too much like a movie. What is new Asgard? Who are just, the Asgardians? They're just, they're just fucking people. But who they're are, not people. That's the. No, but all those movies, all those movies, all those movies have established like Endgame established to them uh, us that like they are a really unique. Sort of like group of aliens, right. where people and, are and that's super interesting. I think in. if anything, that's where the logic in this movie breaks down, is because it's supposed to be like they're just like Asgardians are just an alien race of people who are technolo- technologically advanced. But like people I mean, on Earth saw them as gods, but they're not really gods. In like like that's like, that's where like the but whole, like all that all that but, stuff but all that, that stuff kind of gets, works for me. Like the fact that like on Earth, like these people who are just like a technologically advanced species of aliens suddenly have to do like the yeah, infinity oh, gauntlet ice cream that. shop. I love it's that great. Stuff. But I want, that's the thing, I, I just want him to be able to extend a certain level of care and world building through the whole thing. And I think that's part of my problem with some of these Marvel movies and that's why I think Ms. Marvel is the most successful, or Marvel shows, that's why Ms. Marvel I think is the most successful one for me is because it extends uh, extends that world building thing all the way out. So basically, has we like. Move into Miss Marvel. Kamala. Kamala. Another adventure shirt. Cute. She thinks I'm some kind of weirdo. You are a weirdo. Boys. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of on my shirt. Sorry. But you're staring out the window in your little fantasy land. Kamala. Hey. Already. Really? Come on, like. Do I have to figure out my whole future before lunch, or is like. Maybe they're right. I spend too much time in fantasy land. That is not you. It's not really the brown girls from Jersey City who saved the world. That's a fantasy, too. Something happened to you? You know why? Did you hear something? Come on, love. What does it feel like? Cosmic. I said, oh, I'm 
I always thought I wanted this kind of life. But I never imagined any of this. Do you know what you are? So let's do these shows real quick. Um, Jeff. Jeff? Oh, man. You're going to trust me to do this? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're, we're not going to give you, like, the keys to, like, the plots. Give what the keys think, to every plot. What forever. do you think of the shows so far? Meaning Moon, your favorite show? Moon Knight and Miss... Like, all the shows? Are? All of them. Let's okay. do all of them. My favorite show. What's been your least favorite show? What's worked for you? What's not worked for you? How do you think it's fit... Into all like the conversations that we're having about Thor and Multiverse of Madness, and then like the conversations. So we're putting like about... Loki and well, WandaVision uh, and that Captain America show that happened. Yeah. Oh my god. If you say Captain America, I'm gonna be very disappointed in you. Okay. I'll say that. This is the sound of pressure. Um, Jeff finds a way out of this room. My favorite show. Probably Miss Marvel, actually. You do. Um. I've only seen two episodes. So. Why? Uh, I think it's very similar to the other shows and how it kind of, and how its episode structure kind of breaks down, right? You have your discovering what's going on, and then by the fifth episode, you have like this big revelatory thing about what's kind of the origin of or of either you or your powers mm-hmm. or whatever, and then kind of like a climactic kind of thing in the last episode. Um, but it's, I don't know, it just felt a lot different. I don't know if that's, like, the, the art was really cool. I liked how they did all, um, kind of, I don't know, I'm not really up on, like, TikTok and all the social media stuff, but they integrated all that stuff really well into the show, I mm-hmm. thought. Well, have um, you seen um, Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Like, that... It's reminiscent. The style I think, was of, reminiscent for me, at least. I don't know if it was for you. It's very loose and free, but yeah. it, it very much knows aesthetically what it wants to do, and everything represents something. Nothing's just kind of like. I mean, that entire like, like a uh, texting exchange in the first episode is so fucking cool. Well, and I, and I think they that... continually kind of find new ways to to do the same thing. Yeah. With. For instance, for instance, by the I think it was the fifth episode, right? It's very common for in uh, Pakistan to like fly kites, and they're like doing it in the kites in the background of like, you know, the texts are in the background mm-hmm. as kites, right? So they're they're kind of integrating. They integrate the the world around them a lot into, and it's not just all like here's some floating text stuff. So yeah, so I th- I just thought that that was really done well. Um, I, I don't know a whole lot about Ms. Marvel, so I don't really bump into the whole like that's not how she got her powers in the comics and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, yeah, because the powers I think in the comics are from the amulet. It's a Terrigen mist. The chair, yeah. Same thing. They give Black Bolt its powers. Yeah, that's why she's an Inhuman. The what mist? Terrigen mist. So not the amulet. Mm-hmm. I think the. But she's not a mutant. No, they, got, I mean, she gets the whole she's sting. She's not a mutant gene. I mean, so they do the thing, they suggest... But like, in the original comics, she's not a mutant. 
She's an inhuman in the comic book, yeah. They suggest, though, in this that the amulet... So she's in, she has a mutant genes, but this amulet... They pull off a blue arm, which suggests a Cree relationship at something, which and, I just... And they find it in a Ten Rings temple. Right. So the, the Ten Rings and this amulet at some point are going to be, like, related. And the fact that right. Captain and I Marvel think, is I in think the that... of both of these things is can't be an accident. Ten rings is going to be a thing again? Yeah. So, I think... Well, Shang-Chi's coming back! I think they're... We're good for him, but like... <laughs> don't watch anything else. I think that's... So, there's a lot of... In the comics, there's a lot of different artifacts that are bracelets and, and that kind of stuff. And um, I think those two... I think when... Uh, uh, I forget all their names, but when Kamala's grandmother and her sister yeah. are talking about how there are two amulets, I think the Ten Rings are one of them, and I think the the actual bracelet is the other one. Mm. So I think they're a pair, and I think they're tied together, and I think mm. that's why Captain Marvel is involved in both of them. Yeah. Because um, well, Captain Marvel shows up at the end of this, right? Spoiler alert! Yes, she does. Yeah. But, so in the comic books, she, shape, she can shapeshift. And so she shapeshifts into Captain Marvel at one point. But it's there. Kamala this, can. That's Kamala not, can. That's, that's not, not what, what happens happens here. Well, no. she, she kind of. she not. So I, I've only watched the first two episodes, yeah. which I've had a lot of fun with. Yeah, they're a good time. Like, because they just remind me most of Spider Man to the Spider Verse. Because mm-hmm. like, um, she not, like, shapeshift in this character? She cannot. What? She, she can manipulate her body. Yeah. What was the hand like extension thing? That's like shape shifting almost. Well, no. in the comics, it's the it's her like making her limbs larger, almost more like uh, Reed Richards, like like yeah. Yeah. manipulating her body. In this, it's more of like an energy field that she manifests through. That's lazy. It's they didn't. They don't opinion. want to do the inhuman stuff, so they got rid of the inhuman thing and turned it more into a... And I think they wanted to tie it together to Shang-Chi on some yeah, level yeah, yeah. and have the band be integral to her yeah, powers. Yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting because I think the juxtapose Captain... Or juxtapose Ms. Marvel to something like Thor, I think they knew what kind of show... They, they knew what they wanted to do with the show and they did it. And then it only falters when they try to integrate some of like the clandestine stuff at the like uh, you know especially that, in episode that part five, did not feel that good when they kind of when the 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 gins kind of turn into purple stone and like you know they she goes back in the past which is this really great scene and then when they come out there's all of a sudden like a hole between the realms it's, it's a is that a realm too I'm. Or is, so that a, is that a... It's called the dimension a lot in the show. The okay. Nor dimension. Yeah, 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 Right? It's not called the Nor realm, but I, I don't know if that's just something that was... It's it's odd to me that that one ended up as a dimensional. Yeah. yeah. So it's there's like an open dimension, and then the jinns that are there die, and she transfers her... Um, I forget her name. Like the main villain transfers her power to Cameron, her son. Yes. But there's no explanation as to like how that happened or why that happened or why any of that happened. It all happens very fast and he's very angry about it and then, you know, things happen at the end. Yeah, and, there, and there's, 
the whole North thing is really underdeveloped, I thought, mm-hmm. um, in terms of what it means, right? She kind of flashes through it at one point and you see all the people over there and you're kind of, but they, they never say like, it's the same kind of idea where it's just trying to they just want to overlap the universe mm-hmm. and, and, and take over which is why I think and which I don't know maybe that ties into my nihilist theory somehow it might but I also think it ties into the idea of like you always wonder what the timeline of this stuff is so is there a Loki is there a is well Miss Marvel I think was supposed to come out earlier I think it was, and that well I remember the the early early kind of rumors coming out were like they weren't happy with the actress playing Kamala Khan and they had to do all these reshoots and all this stuff and I'm like that's crazy to me wait this, did they she, replace the actress or no. no no but she was a non she was this is her first anything I think right? she's amazing she's fantastic yeah and, like, and that's why I'm like, episodes, like yeah. you know, that, uh, you know, her and like the guy Rumor plays Mills, Bruno or yeah. just do what rumor mills do whatever they want but it, it was just so crazy to me that, to think back to like a year ago or something and they're like Ms. Marvel production in you know huge always, disarray yeah, and, and all this that. stuff and I'm just like what? Um, this is but one I of think the most competent shows they have. This is as <laughs> shown by me yeah, show not realizing Black Widow came out last year. I thought it came out two years ago. It came out last September? No, it wasn't like it came August out last August May. Or yeah. May? I think it came out in theaters Shang-Chi in was Shang-Chi was September yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, Black, Black Widow came out in May, but Eternals. it got released on like premiere. Oh right, 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 right. We rented right. it, and then we talked about it. Yeah. Right, um, but that's why like it leads me to like the Loki thing, where I thought about Loki a lot in the last couple of episodes because what you wanted was a Jonathan Majors there to kind of explain yeah, how these well, that's these that's, worlds. Operate and function, and I think that's what Marvel well, that's, is missing in yeah. all of these things and all of these shows that are also in all the movies. Is like, how is this supposed to work? Well, because I like think we, we might get some, it felt like we were getting that right. Well, and kind of with, with Loki, felt like hidden levels, right? And then suddenly, like, Moon Knight happened, and Moon Knight was such a wet fart. Of everything for me. Yeah, and you're just kind of like, where does this fit? Like, how does this fit into anything? Right. You. I like, mean, you would expect to see that. I mean, because I've, I've heard. I've heard about like maybe the, have. Um, I've heard of, like, show up in fucking omnipotent city or something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like have that tied to get like right because I mean, you have all these gods that are either free you, or in their little statues that could be broken free if they're yeah. just smashed or whatever. I mean, have you heard, like, the rumors for, like, Werewolf by Night? Is it, it's going to be its own excluded Halloween special, like, just doing its own thing. Mm. And it's like, that's cool, but, like, it feels Why? like Moon I mean, Knight. That, that was, it feels that, like that, Moon Knight's, like, it's... That whole, I, the, the whole end of this year is what really sent me down the spiral of, like, I'm not excited for Thor, because I was like, I mean, after Thor, there's not a whole lot. And then I just looked at my phone, and I was like, She-Hulk is next month? Yep. Like, okay, because I, th- I thought the next thing was literally Wakanda forever. And I was like, yeah. all right, there will be a good little break where there's not much going on. But it's like, nope, She-Hulk, which is apparently nine episodes. Um, what if two is... What if two? You have the uh, Halloween special. You have holiday Groot. special. Yeah, and Groot shorts are coming. And so, you, like, the, it just, the, it just the quality like too much, is yeah. it, it's too much, and the quality's not really there for all of it. Part of me wants to know if it's. So, if I've it's heard, like I've heard good things thing. about 
the uh, Werewolf by Night special is that it's its own contained thing, and Michael Giacono is doing it because it's his first directorial mm-hmm. experience. I mean, I hope it's I I hope all that stuff. Speaking I, of which, by the way, his score for Thor: Love and Thunder is fucking awful. <laughs> like, just really quickly, like I just want to say this, like the music in that movie sucks. I. It's Guns N' Roses, right? We all like Guns N' Roses. No, but like he creates themes, and those themes don't work. Yeah, I can't remember any of the themes. They play. I the imagine end. that the themes are like they I play am a theme. No, they play at the end of the film, and they're just they're not good. It's like a couple like bass intros, and it's like and guitar solo, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so your point about quality, though, I think is really good. It's something what we talked about a little bit before, and I think this is prob- probably goes to that too. There's like, it's like music. Who themes by Coney and then music arrangement by. But Bubba. I was like, is it, why are there like four names? Well, there's music, music arrangement. That's the guy who always brings you your Guns N' Roses. And then, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, quality of these things is. Being and I, I'm not gonna focus on the hospital scene. I'm gonna focus more on like, notice, but like the this movie cuts really fast in in a way that like it doesn't. It's not like a music video cutting fast. It's like in that opening Korg scene when they show Korg talking to kids. As soon as they Korg is full in the screen, they cut away from him. So it's just this random cave with like random kids. And as soon as they show all of Korg, it's like oh we're done. And it's the same thing. It happens like over and over and over again in the movie where they're like, you get a glimpse and then you're done. And then you get a glimpse well, and then you're done. And then at the end with the stinger with Hercules, it's like, you know, Zeus talking really slow for a little bit. And then he's like, you know, can you do that, my son, Hercules? And he's like, you know, and he stands up. And before he can even get up and get the words, yes, father, out of his mouth, he's like, oh, we're done. And it's like, why can't I just... Well, like I think I think that goes back to what movie. we were talking before is that it was not good CGI, so <laughs> so they had to be yeah, like yeah, that's that's literally the problem. Get it in so there. Like, th- these movies feel so undercooked now. Yes, and I think that I felt that way about Moon Knight too. Like the last episode of Moon, Moon Knight, Knight is so fucking bad, yes. and I, I what like I, I remember really I remember bad I remember it. I mean I yeah, I, know, I, I, I told I told you. Like I was. I like, mean, I wasn't thrilled by it. I so. was just like the first, but you remember you said like watch the last two episodes, and I did, and like the entire hippo shit. I'm just like, this is this looks bad. Like all this is bad, and I don't know why I'm watching. I thought it this. looked good. Why well, just? I thought it. I thought it okay. I thought it was just kind of like everything was narrative. Yeah, yeah, why yeah it's very. It's like, it looked fine, but it was just like. The narrative. What am I doing? I can okay. understand. Right? I've never, like you, I've never watched something that I just said like, "What am I doing here?" Yeah. And like this entire show just said like to me like, "What am I doing?" Here? The, the and I, and that, I think like, having Moon Knight go right into Doctor Strange and having the expectation of an overarching theme and where are go. we going with everything? That's what brought me to like, "What the fuck is this?" I, mean, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think doubling like on top of that was the Spider Man thing where. Spider-Man was a lot of fun, but it also felt like a trick. Well, Spider-Man just wasn't doing anything. Like, Spider-Man was like a you know goddamn, I mean? like... And it, and it was like Spider-Man what? was like a 50-year-old man convincing you that you like sublime songs, But right? then when you're listening to so, it, I, mean, I would never, <laughs> I would never fall for that because I 
legitimately but, hates flies. <laughs> it was just like, it, it but had like, like it had like the sweetness to it, right? It had like sure. The, it it felt good when you were yeah. doing it, and then afterwards you're like, wait a second. But wait a second. They but just my did issue, this. yeah. But it also ended up working. It works to for some sure. Extent, yeah. But it felt, especially coming after Loki, when they showed the sky breaking, and I, I. Like especially like the Doctor Strange, like I was hanging over the Grand Canyon for twelve hours. Like that seems weird, but (laughs) (laughs) also you gotta get out of that. Has nobody who ever watched Doctor Strange like ever watched any of Doctor Who? No, they no. There's no such thing as Doctor Strange and Doctor Who. They're different things. Literally all different universes, and all that is Doctor Who. You're wrong, Mark. There is no Doctor Who. There's only Loki. There's only the MCU. Fair enough, fair enough. There are no other extended fair universes enough. anywhere. Um, and that's my... And I feel... I felt it with Loki. I definitely felt it with Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, my God. Where, like, the story's so good. But, like, the execution... So good, but the execution was... I think so rough. coronavirus really fucked Coronavi- up. I think that's maybe where we are. Overall, and I think that's why they're rushing forever out, is that it squares them, I think, to where they thought they wanted to be from production. I know, I know the, yeah, they, do we think we're really using I mean, Wakanda forever to like square two years of movies though? Yeah, I think they're going to, I think they're going to fart that out and just hope it lands. Movies mean something. Not to Marvel, it doesn't. It's just you think so. It means one hundred and forty-three million dollars at least at the weekend box office. No, I think this it. movie means like something for like a future hero. I hope so, man. I hope so. I mean, but people who are on the internet. There's no way they. There's no way they make T'Challa. I don't want them to recast. I don't want them to recast T'Challa. I just don't want Letitia Wright to be. Yeah, so I was saying, I like, think Letitia Wright is sucks. not going to be a hero. <laughs> Why? Because she doesn't like vaccinations. Isn't she a transphobe too? Yeah, she's probably basically awful in every way. Like the one thing he regrets from last season is getting vaccinated. <laughs> Who's this? He's a basketball player. He's one of those guys that was like, I'm not going to get vaccinated. And they're like, then you can't play. And he's like, fine, I'll get vaccinated. <laughs> and then after he wins the title and makes his first all-star game, he's like, oh, I wish I never got vaccinated. I don't like putting. I'm an athlete. I'm a professional athlete in 2022, and I'm going to claim that I don't like putting stuff in my body. <laughs> See that? But yeah. Um, but also, it's just like a way of saying I don't athletes think are do, fucking morons. I don't think they'll do it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to do it. No, no, no. I'm more upset. I am still on the board the train that Michael J. Jordan is your next. How's he not? I think. They say they put him in a hut next to the Winter Soldier. I, that, and he just didn't I, come out for any of that. I feel. I, I feel like so that's in play, man. I I feel like you know <laughs> the Black it's, Devil. It's, it's Jordan, the I, White Devil and the Black Devil next to each other. I, or the White Wolf. It's in play. Wolf, He's like right, the like, biggest actor you have. T'Challa's like, uh, yeah, that's what he said. But we're just gonna freeze him over there, and we're just gonna do it, and it would do against his wishes, you know? Yeah, because I, Letitia Wright's character's like, what did you do to him? You think I stabbed him? He's like, oh. I think the only other, the, the other thing is, that's in play is, is M'Baku being not the white ape. 
They've talked is about it, that. Is a lot. it Daniel Kalia? Or is that who's no, no, he's, he's out. He's not in it. Is that so Winston Duke? Duke? Yeah. Winston Duke. Holy shit. Yeah, no, Winston Duke needs to so be there. Because there's, 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 there's a vague suggestion that they were developing the flower in, yeah. in the mountain area. I, I to, don't know. In, in order to... I, don't necessarily I don't love Winston to, Duke. I don't think being... they have to do that, but there is a suggestion that Mbaku, Mbaku and Chala in like the extended canon, um, are close as children. They're friends, and mm. then there was a split, and then Mbaku went into the mountains and T'Challa stayed. Are you just saying you love Winston Duke as like a lead character? You know I do, but you know, that's I actually you're try, I know you're trying to like this is argue the, it. This is the beauty of having children. Who are into this stuff? Like, like imagine Winston. Imagine, imagine like Winston Duke, like doing all the your fucking nonsense Marvel shit and being like, but like nine days. If he is in the movie, as the as eventually as ends up as Black Panther, which he could, but as he'll win all my awards. As his nine day, nine days character. Nine days is. It's a fantastic movie. Um, but I think all these things, I think it's weird that all these things are in play and that we don't really have any kind of sense of what, and where it they're could, going. It, it could know, happen this weekend, right? We know the Namor stuff. They're going to be a Comic-Con. Maybe they kind of finally go like, all right, you know, here's what our pl- actual plan is. Right. And everyone goes, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, this is great. You know, but yeah. It's, what's this weekend, Comic? Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, it's their first time being back since. Yeah, they, like, they said they're going to do a presentation in July. I thought it was always in September. I don't know. It's this uh-huh. weekend. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's this weekend. Yeah. I might a plane crash this weekend. So that'll be fun. What did you say? I might die in a plane crash. This Why would you say that? That's so unlikely. I'm a plane crash. You need to read a book. I'm not going to Minnesota. Read the book. It's called Beyond the Black Box. It's an engineering book about how planes. I know. I have a 1 in 11 million chance of dying in a plane crash. (laughs) 1 in 11,000 chance of dying in a murder. I'm going to get murdered on this plane. (laughs) I don't understand. How how did that statistic happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Happened in my head. Okay. See? It just happened. It's coming. It's minority report here. In the universe that we inhabit, in the realm that we inhabit, <laughs> Tom Cruise has decided something's going to happen to Mario. So Top Gun. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> really good. Is, no, it, is it good? No. When they're not flying planes, it's ridiculous. Isn't when they that, are isn't flying that planes, the idea with Top Gun, though? No, the first Top Gun... Everything movie, I know about Top Gun is like it's... Kind of gay and just... It's very yeah. stupid. The first half <laughs> of the movie is very, very stupid. I'm waiting for Marcel the shell with yeah, whatever. Where the fuck is that? Why is Marcel the shell with shoes on? Uh, I actually, I actually it's think... Jenny Slate's like YouTube, they turn into a movie, but they just won't... Her husband actually got approved for a Marvel movie. I can't remember which one it is, but like literally... Oh, to direct one? Yeah. He got scooped up before... Or we could watch more show. What's his name? A Dean something. something. Where is this movie? Where is it? It's coming soon. You you could have watched Ben today. I know, but I didn't because I didn't have time to do it. 
I think that'll be our next I episode. Think, uh, we'll watch Forgiven. So, no. Okay. Is it in that one? No, Forgiven is the uh, Gene Michael McDonald movie. It's the uh, the guy did the guard. Also, the cavalry. Brother uh, of Martin McDonald, my favorite uh, writer. Yeah. Mel Gibson's not in it? No, Mel Gibson. He's in a lot of movies. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> Bruce Willis or Mel Gibson is in like every movie that gets released to streaming. Can't talk about Bruce Willis that way anymore. But he, he is. Yeah. He's... Mel Gibson's brain is fine. Bruce Willis's brain is. I'm not saying anything about their brains. I'm just saying that, like, every time I log onto one of these movies on a Tuesday or a Friday to see what's new, Bruce when Willis or Mel Gibson has made what, a new movie. Bruce when's the last? When's the last? Actually, when's the last time you've seen a fucking? He's got a face. When's the last time you've seen it? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Okay, I remember that. But he put when's in the can like a whole bunch of B movies that they're still with, like Chad Michael Murray and also, like all these guys. They're still. What's the last fucking time you've seen a Mel Gibson movie? There's no fucking way Mel Gibson's made all these movies. He's made tons of movies. No, he hasn't. What are they? Yeah. Tell us. Is that Nicolette on your... This is my baby. Okay. Uh, is that Jane? No, Mario. It's just my kid. We were on the... Oh, shit. Sorry. Adorable though, I like it. You tell me, Wikipedia, how many movies? Look at this guy. I had some woman at work tell me that Father Stu was her favorite movie of the year, and I was like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "I just love Mel Gibson movies." Really? <laughs> Who loves fucking? <clears throat> All right, let's see. Movie is made by Mel Gibson. His filmography wife. is under controversies on Wikipedia. Father Stu is Film. made by his, his girlfriend. All right, so in two thousand. All right, so let's do recently. So ten years. Did we, ten did, years? Did we finish this podcast? I would say past Wait, hold on a second. Did we finish this podcast out? By the way, no, we're recording. Yeah. Um. So let's do 2017. <laughs> Daddy's Home Two, Dragged Across Concrete, The Professor and Madman. Dragged Across Concrete was good though. Force of Nature, Fat Man, Boss Level, Dangerous, Last Looks. Boss Pan- Level is also good. Panama, Agent Game, Father Stew, Hot Seat, Bandit, The Passion of the Christ Resurrection. Which is what the fuck did you say? Passion of the Christ Resurrection, yeah, yeah. two thousand twenty-four. Not out. Right here. That's not out. Jim Caviezel's. Jim Caviezel's too busy. How much did he direct? None. So he's he's like just acting now. He's like Liam Neesoning himself. So all these movies. That's the thing. <laughs> but like not Liam Neesoning himself. No, but he's Liam he plays like the part of like the old guy in the movie who goes to get revenge. That's what he does. Boss level. Boss level is great. He's a villain. But boss level is where we leave him. <laughs> boss level is like where we just leave Bell Gibson just like to be his own. No, what about, what about Panama? Or Agent? Well, no, Agent Game. Nope, nope. Oh my god, listen to the Agent Game. When, is, when did all these movies come out? This came out in 2022. It's already out. It's directed <laughs> it's by Grant, Grant S. Johnson. It stars Dermot Mulroney, Katie Cassidy, Jason Isaacs. Wait, Dermot Mulroney, star of Scream 6, and Katie Cassidy, star of 
Fucking Black Christmas 2005. Okay, ready? Here's the premise. CIA officer Harris, played by Dermot Mulroney, is involved in missions Wait, to is detain... Wait, is Dermot Mulroney doing this shit now? Yes. Like he's, missions he's, to detain and relocate foreign nationals for interrogation. When Harris's superior is murdered, he finds himself the scapegoat for the killing of the of a detainee and must run from a team of Why operators... Why you only got the mic to, to bring yourself, him in, Led by a ruthless double agent, because we're recording all of this. Our podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> We are at an hour and 55 minutes, and most of it is no good stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. <laughs> we have been talking about a Marvel movie in 40 minutes. Marvel only is. Oh, and, um, He's in Scream 6. Have you all seen Mark Todd Hopkins? No, don't. Mark Todd Hopkins. Who else is in Scream 6? Scream 6. Scream 6.